Hi, I'm Raymond, and you're listening to Insert Quest here. Today's quest is Worldwide Wrestling. Uh, Worldwide Wrestling is a wrestling RPG. Um, this is my second time running it. Uh, it, it has some very interesting and innovative mechanics, uh, and I kind of uh, very much love uh, some of the design aspects to it. And a lot of the actual play podcasters are playing it at the moment, so we thought we'd also play it as well. Um, but before we get too much further into that, let's have our players introduce themselves, starting with Eric. Hello there, I'm Eric, a.k.a. Rhythm Bastard. I am a nerdcore punk musician, and you can find all my music at rhythmbastard.rocks. I rock so hard, I have to put it in the URL. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, I'm Mateusz Simovich. Uh, I work as a games journalist. Uh, I write for capsulecomputers.com.au. Uh, come check out my stuff if you're interested in any of it. Uh, yeah. Cool. Um, and what re- uh, what are your wrestlers' names, and what are, are their playbooks? I uh, I my wrestler name is Kid Uno, and my wrestler playbook is that he is the veteran. Wonderful. My wrestler is Comrade Tavarish, and my wrestler role is the monster. Cool. Wonderful. Uh, so um, tonight uh, we're going to be playing through the International Quarterly Hurt Fest. Uh, but before we get to that, we're going to talk a little bit about what happened on the last episode. Uh, so, um, if you're a little bit confused at this, let me get uh, get there at the outset. There has probably, at this point in time, not actually been a previous episode. I have recorded another episode of this, but I don't know where, what order they're going to come out. Uh, so this is off the cuff to give you guys a bit of flavor. Uh, so, in the last year of International Quarterly Hurtfest, they have four matches, big matches a year. Um, the Azure Fist, uh, the, the, the god king of wrestling himself, uh, announced um, that he had grown uh, tired uh, of wrestling, that he, he, he was no longer no longer had the stomach to, to continue on uh, down this path and that he wished to return to his home of Gem Mountain uh, and just live out the rest of, uh, rest of his life in uh, quiet contemplation uh, out there in Big Sky Country. Uh, so um, he has announced... Excuse me, my house... My, uh, my uh, neighbours are screaming... Uh, so he announced uh, that the uh, mid-year uh, Hurtfest was going to be his the ascension ceremony for the new God King of Wrestling. Um, over the last few months, uh, amateur wrestlers from and, and professionals from various leagues across the world have have attempted to qualify and impress the Azure Fist, the Sapphire God. Uh, And a select few have made it through uh, to semi-final events that have been hosted by other leagues. Uh, And four four leagues have sent their best wrestlers to uh, the Quarterly Hurt Fest. 
Um, and these four wrestlers are going to take play, take part in a King of the Hill match to decide who will be the true champion, the one true God King. Um, so I will tell you guys that there are in fact two matches booked for tonight, but on the, on the, what is the word I'm looking for? On the program guide for tonight's space, there's only one, right? So backstage, you guys can see the two billings and you guys know what the two fights are, but out in public, um, the audience isn't aware that there's another match scheduled for after the King of the Hill match. They think that Ooh. after the King of the Hill match, there's going to be a big bit of pomp and ceremony. Mm. Um, now, you two know that you're both in that final match, uh, but that's all I'm going to say about that because I don't want to spoil it for the audience. <laughs> um, so, uh, let uh, that's what happened in the last, uh, last episode, basically. And now I'm going to read off... Uh, uh, now I'm going to read off the uh, the, the hype, uh, the the ad for this uh, for this episode. <clears throat> it's a worldwide wrestling event, premium uncut wrestling, beamed straight into your hungry eyeballs. At the last IQH, the People's Champion, the Macho Montana Man, the King of Gem Mountain. The beloved Azure Fist announced his abdication from his sapphire throne. But don't worry, wrestling fans, he's picked a few successes. And how does a wrestling warrior prince become a warrior god king? With a match to end all matches, a king of the hill match. <clears throat> Get ready for the biggest IQH yet. We're flying in the best fighters from all over the map to compete for the Azure Jewel, the mystic ring of ultimate wrestling power. Switch on and tune in for a nail-biting, no-holds-barred, edge-of-your-seat, mega-king-of-the-hill match on the International Quarterly Hurt Fest. Crown Jewel Beatdown. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> let's introduce our wrestlers. Uh, you can frame this as a... Uh, now, this isn't cutting a promo for Eric, just by the way. Okay. Eric is familiar with wrestling terms. This isn't a promo. This is like an introductory reel Maybe this is something they show. Uh, maybe this is like a, a little YouTube clip that's up on the website for people that are, you know, not too familiar with the wrestlers that are in tonight's uh, tonight's game. Um, so you can describe this as however you want, but uh, tell us a bit about your wrestler and his background. Okay, my wrestler is Kid Uno. Uh, in the ring, he wears a mask that looks like a bird head, and his entrance, he wears, uh, you know, he wears a cool pilot scarf. Uh, he has been in the business for a long time, and usually he is one of the good guys to work with because, 
you know, he's, he's always one of those people who believes in iron sharpens iron. So like, you'll see him in a lot of like good mat, you know, assume a lot of matches with a lot of these classic guys, people he's learning from up in newcomers. So he's always looking for that one new thing to learn. All right. Uh, my character is Comrade Talarish. Uh, they wear an Ushanka hat. And uh, the only other bit of uh, wrestling gear that they have is a uh, very tight, uh, short shorts with uh, the Soviet flag on them. Um, yeah. Uh, so uh, my character is very much new to the profession, has pretty much no technical ability, but is incredibly physically imposing. Uh, so they're ripped like nothing else. Uh, that's pretty much all that they're good for. So yeah, uh, we're here to get iron sharpened. <laughs> wonderful. Um, some of the other wrestlers that are built uh, that are built tonight, um, the four fine, the other two finalists that have made it to this King of the Hill match, Dirty Claymore, a a, a bit of a hardcore fighter. Uh, he wears a lot of uh, military gear um, and he has a lot of tattoos and scars. Um, he, he he's, he's at, his gimmick normally involves a lot of pyrotechnics. Um, he comes uh, from a, uh, a a South American wrestling league. Um, that uh, and he's kind of billed as like a foreigner character. There, he's this uh, CIA American mercenary that's been sent down to disrupt political proceedings. <laughs> things like that. Oh, my God. The other person in the fight is Ernie, uh, Ernie Fanders, who is this kind of... He's this weirdly political character. He's like this politician... <laughs> Um, kind of character that uh, wants to reform the wrestling league. He wants to. He wants to bring in. He wants to unionize the wrestling league and bring in <laughs> equal opportunity contracts. Um, and all of these, uh, all these crazy ideas. If he wins, uh, if he wins, he's going to completely restructure the international quarterly hurt, hurt fest, and he's going to provide free healthcare to all wrestlers. Uh, uh, and that's not just wrestlers uh, in, in our league. It's no It's a wrestlers from all leagues. Oh, uh, we can't have that. Uh, yeah, keep in mind, I'm an American, so this would be like a step up for me. You know, you Australians with your fucking... Oh, yeah, yeah we've no. got that evil socialized medicine. It's, it's great. It's, it's great. ruining I, the country. We're I, all I, so healthy. <laughs> so I imagine like him and Dirty Claymore are like fierce enemies. I should also oh, point yeah. out that um, the International Quarterly Hurt Fest is filmed in Manila in the Philippines. Oh, um, right. This is for complicated legislative reasons that allow the, that allows them to use more lax advertising laws. Ah, fair enough. Yeah, all right. <laughs> This okay. was established in last night's game, and I'm rolling with it. <laughs> All right. The, so this is the uh, King of the Hilla in the Manila. Yeah. I guess Boo. it is. Um, <laughs> Boo! Let me, bring up my, let me bring up the player aids thing and scroll down to 
the episode thing, book the show, starting the episode. Once you've booked the show and everyone's ready, start the, with the first segment. Go to a backstage interview with contestants for the first match. Okay, so who wants to be interviewed first? Uh, I'm I'm happy to give it a shot. Like I'm, I meant to like smack talk someone else, right? Uh, you can. You can totally cut a promo. Um, but uh, don't worry about the mechanics of that too much. You can just fucking smack talk people. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, um, who is our interviewer? Uh, Jonesy <sighs> Spencerson. Doesn't have to be a guy. Okay. Uh, why does Jonesy have to be a male name? Can, I mean, that's a fair you know. point. That's a fair point. Okay, so a woman in a tight uh, ponytail uh, uh, is holding a microphone backstage. Uh, she's uh, in like a title card pops up on screen saying, uh, Jonesy, uh, investigative, investigative wrestling reporter. The segment is like Jonesy jostling with jerks or something like that. Yeah. She's like, I'm backstage here at the International Quarterly Hurt Fest. Um, we're about to be kicking off the uh, King of the Hill match to decide the future of the International Quarterly Hurt Fest, who will ascend to the Sapphire Throne. And I'm here uh, with uh, a fan favorite comrade. Uh, fan favorite? You're a heel, though, aren't you? Uh, yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm the villain. not a fan favorite. Uh, we're here with the. Uh, we're here with the uh, comrade. How do you pronounce the second part of his uh, name? Comradish. Comrade. Uh, just, just say, like it. Literally, it's Russian for comrade. So it's comrade, comrade. Brilliant. We're here with the comrades, comrade. Uh, uh, how how are you feeling about tonight's match? Are you are you excited that you've made it this far? Da, I will crush everyone. Okay. Um. <laughs> Uh, why? Why do you? Why? What do you have any plans for when you, when or if you win the Sapphire Throne? Are you going to make any changes to the Hurtfest? I will institute Soviet Hurtfest. It will no longer be uh, quarterly Hurtfest. It will be Soviet Hurtfest. Excellent, making good times. Oh, wonderful! That'll be some expensive rebranding for marketing. Um. Uh, is is there anyone in particular that you would like to uh, call call out? Uh, so remind me again. What was the CIA names guy's name? Dirty Claymore. All right, Dirty Claymore. So, Dirty Claymore. I crush him into tiny babushka doll. Put him inside other babushka doll. Then crush that babushka doll. Da. Okay. Uh, roll me. Hang on. What is cut a promo? What are the what is the stats for cut a promo? Um, let me scroll. I'll, I'll roll the dice and uh, it is two d six either way. Uh, cut yeah, a yeah. promo two d six plus look. Oh, good. Thank God. So because of my intimidating stature, I can use power instead of. Uh, oh yeah, uh, that's a good point. You are in look. fact not in the ring. Yeah. Uh, so I get to. Uh, so I rolled an eight. Plus my power, three, so 11. 11. On a 10, you connect with the audience. Gain plus one momentum, so you'll want to mark that somewhere. Um, okay. What does your audience start at? Uh, audience starts at one. So you probably have one momentum already, maybe? 
it'll say okay, yeah. next to your audience what happens when you have one momentum. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I will double check that now. Yeah. Um, but either way, you gain a momentum and you get to pick one from the seven to nine list. So I'll just quickly read that off for you. Make creative, book you in a match. Don't do that. You're already booked in a match. Yep. <laughs> um, add a stipulation to a relevant match. That could be fun. Gain plus one momentum or gain plus one heat with the subject of your promo. Uh, yes, the heat. Uh, excellent. I will, I will, I will milk this. So uh, you should probably mark that somewhere that you have one heat with Dirty Claymore. Yep. Um, wonderful. Uh, cool. It's like, all right, cool. And then like, you know, cuts to an ad segment or, uh, or maybe some interviewers talking about something. Uh, and then we move over to, um, we move over to, uh, Dirty Claymore. Um, and, uh, was it Jonesy? Is that the name of the interviewer? Uh, I, I, yeah. Yeah, Janie, I guess. Like, because the thing is, Jones no, no, no. Like, we, someone was like, Jonesy could be a woman's name. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Look, I, like it's 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 generic enough. It can be. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. All right, Jonesy then. Uh, so yeah. yeah, she 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 sort of walks over and she steps into Claymore's uh, dressing room, and he's got uh, he's got like a mili- military fatigues on and big black. Um, big black combat boots, but the laces are gold. Um, and he's got like an army shirt on, but the sleeves are ripped off and it's unbuttoned and you can see all these tattoos on his chest. And he's got big mirror shades. <laughs> he's, he's got that, uh, he's got that Mr. Mr. White haircut. Mm. Um, or Mr. Jones or Mr. Smith, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. and he's, and he's sitting there surrounded by all these people and he's like having a beer and they're all laughing. You know? And it's just like, uh, uh, so, 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 so Claymore, do you have a, a, a I mean, comrade, uh, comrades called you out. Do you have anything to say? He's like, yeah, I'm just going to say, I brought down your union. I'm going to bring you down too. Oh, oh, that's good. That's a, that's uh, a- <laughs> what kind of voice was that? I don't know. It's like, it was a, it was a, well, look, I, I like the idea of the uh, the uh, CIA guy, tough as nails, um, but also has a very, very, like, soft kind uh, of voice. There's like a reason it. he brings explosives into the ring, right? He, you know, people, people always tease Absolutely. him, and he's not about it. It's not, he doesn't like being teased. Absolutely. It could be one of the things that the audience love him for. He's a man. He's a man of many, many facets. Yeah, he's a multifaceted gem. Uh, and then we move over to uh, Ernie Manders, uh, Ernie Fanders. Sorry, Ernie Fanders. Um, who? Uh, it's like, a, uh, look, look, look! My actions speak for themselves. I don't think I need to. I don't think I really need uh, to say any more. But I will say this: uh, not only will I. Bring free re- free healthcare to all wrestlers. I'm also going to start a free uh, wrestling university uh, for for young wrestlers uh, to find a way uh, into the into the calling that we've all that is all uh, all given uh, given us so much. A way for the International Quarterly Hurt Fest to give back to the people that have made a, that have made it so great. Um. Yeah, it's a weird promo, but it's what he does. I love it. I love it. Uh, and then, I'm digging it. 
it is time uh, for Kid Unos. All right. So, uh, is there a is there a nickname that maybe some of your other fans have known you by? Uh, I mm, no, no. I have to come up with an answer because this is RPGs. This is how RPGs work. You got you got to have like firm answers for everything. That's what art is. Mm. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> I, I guess the taskmaster because he's always on tasks. He's always dedicating himself and he's always learning up for learning something new. I should have known you were going to pick that. Well, duh. <laughs> it's like your favorite Marvel guy. Yeah. I don't, I was thinking of, so, or Birdman, Birdman. No, oh. I mean, Birdman works, but yeah. Uh, yeah, was, I mean, taskmaster is also good. I'm here with Kid Unos, the taskmaster, the Birdman. Um, uh, you're kind of the hot favorite uh, for uh, for this match. Um, uh, are you are you concerned? I mean, you are an older wrestler. Are you worried about these young, newer guys uh, coming in here and using their uh, using their youth to 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 their advantage? Here's the thing: age. You call it age. I call it experience. See. The International Quarterly Hurt Fest has never done a King of the Hill match before. And you know what? I've been in dozens of matches. I have been in ladder matches, tables matches, chairs matches, flaming ladders matches. Don't explain to me how that works. But I've seen it all. I've done it all. I have won every championship except the Azure Ring, the Sapphire Ring, whatever it's called. And because of that, I'm going to use my experience and my dedication to make it and be King of the Hill. Great, wonderful. Um, I, I, I just I love that intensity, that passion that you always bring, uh, bring to these ringside chats, and 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 you even bring it into the ring. Um, do you have a message for any of the other contestants? Do I have a message for the other contestants? Yeah, this is the actual cut of promo part. Okay, this is the actual cut of promo part. Because cut of promo is really used to call someone else out, right? Okay. In this, in this instance. Mm. Uh, and, it, and you can call out management. You can call out the Azul Fist if you wanted. Like, you can call out... Right. It doesn't necessarily have to be a wrestler in the ring. Okay. I'm going to call out the Azul Fist because oh. he abdicated his throne. Yeah. Right. He abdicated his throne. He's not here to leave a legacy like I am. He's not here to stay within the hearts and minds of all the people out here in the International Quarterly Hurt Fest universe because <clears throat> I'm still here, I'm still around, and by the time my reign is over, everyone will forget about the Azure Fist. All right. Um, I'm going to make a... Okay, make roll me 2d6 plus, uh, plus look. All right, 2d6 plus look. Uh, don't got a bonus on that. Uh, oh, five. Five. Do you want to spend momentum? Um, you'd need to spend two to get it to anything worthwhile. So, how many momentum? How much momentum do I have? I don't know. I don't have your character sheet. <laughs> oh, hold on. Uh, let's uh, see. So, if you uh, go down to audience, it'll tell you how much audience you start with, and then uh, that will probably also say that you start with a certain amount of momentum based on that. So, like okay. for example, normally if you have one one audience, you have one momentum. Right. You have two um, you have two audience and you start with one momentum. 
Okay, two audience, and I start with one momentum. All right, uh, let me just go back down here. Uh, so you don't really have enough momentum to get that up to a positive. Okay. Uh, so um, does it have a botch for that one? Yeah, I guess it doesn't specifically suggest a botch for that one, which is interesting, but cool. I guess uh, the audience doesn't really care about that. It doesn't gain enough, um, doesn't gain enough interest. Um, everyone's kind of like, everyone finds it interesting that you've taken that tact for your character, but like everyone's pretty, pretty big on the Azure fist. Mm, um, yeah. Pretty popular. Um, but every, everyone knows he's not going to really retire. Like, <laughs> he's going to do some 11th hour thing. He's going to come back like in two years and retake yeah. the throne or something. You know, he's going to come back with like a horde of barbarians or something. Great. <laughs> The Azufist's gimmick started out as like this this simple Montanan um, miner who like was fighting for for workers' rights, uh, yeah. and then they wanted to revamp his character, so they had him get disfigured by an unfortunate sapphire mining accident. Um, oh yeah, and then things snowballed from there, and eventually he ended up being basically this Undertaker esque character who's basically a fucking wizard. <laughs> uh, in the match in the match that I did with another podcast a few weeks ago the Azul Fist um, got punched in the face and some of his, his sapphires came off um, and apparently and then someone stated um, when the Azul Fist sapphires come off he starts to lose power and I'm like <laughs> Lose power? What? Am I a wizard? What? Okay, cool. I'm a wizard. <laughs> I'm I, a I, I feel like I should get more into wrestling. Like, this sounds amazing. If this is... I mean, this is somewhat a representative of actual wrestling things. Okay. Lucha Underground. Yeah. Lucha Underground is very much basically superheroes. Um, uh, okay, so... Um, that's, that's cutting a promo. That was some, some nice promos from everybody. Um, uh, I guess now we'll move into, to your intros. Uh, so there's probably been a couple of warm up matches to get the, get the audience riled up. Um, things like that. Some, some, some funny matches. Um, there's a few, few with amateur new people, new, new rosters and things like that, um, where they're letting people, uh, show off some skill, uh, and then like the lights dim and the loud music starts, um, and everyone starts losing their minds as they're talking about the fantastic, uh, King of the Hillmash, uh, and then, um, all the screens across, um, across the, across the large stadium, um, fill up with this image of the Azure Fist standing there with his arms crossed. He's like, uh, tonight we decide who will take my place as the God King of Wrestling. But don't weep for my passing. I will still be here con- uh, guiding the hand of the new king. I wouldn't leave you unprotected, undefended. Against the barbarian hordes. Uh, I will make sure that your new king, your new ruler, uh, makes the right decisions coming forward. Uh, But we've got four warrior princes coming up onto the stage, 
four hopefuls trying to claim my throne. Uh, so let's see what they've got. And who's coming down the ramp first? Uh, ooh, uh, it can, you guys can decide that it's one of the other guys if you want. Like, it can be one of the other two. Uh, yeah, or you one, can take it for yourself. Uh, I feel like... Uh, oh, I feel like claim- this, is a, this is a good point, time to point this out. The way that the matches work is I've written down who's billed for the matches and you guys get to know who's billed for the matches. Um, and at the same time that I've written that down, I've written down who is billed, who creative has, this, uh, has scripted to win. Right. Um, you guys, I don't tell the players that until the moment that it uh, that it's uh, that we get towards the end of the fight. Um, in right. the in the fight to make it easier for the players to act out the actual wrestling. So your characters know who's built to win, but the players right. don't. Okay. okay. So it makes it easier for you to improvise the fight because you're not constantly trying to work towards um, making sure that the right person wins or whatever. Uh, it also means that you don't try and work against that um, necessarily as well. Right. Because um, you don't know who I've built to win. Yep. Um, All right. Yes. So who's coming down that ramp first? I All feel right. like Dirty I, Claymore. I figured out. He- okay. Go, no, you can, okay, we'll both pitch our suggestions. You first. Actually, no, I do like Dirty Claymore coming down first, and my entrance okay. can still happen second, so go for it. Right. Cool. Uh so let me pull up the hardcore sheet so that I can see Claymore's entrances. Um, um well yeah, it's it's raucous and aggressive. So of he course walks, it is. He comes out on stage, there's explosions going off around the ring. Um we hear that um we we hear a, a small clip from um, um, Team America. So we hear <laughs> America, yes. uh, and then it uh, cuts into like um, "Fortunate Son" performed by oh, Kid yeah. Rock. Uh, oh, what? Uh, I don't know if Kid Rock has actually done a cover of Fortunate Son, but that's what that's what that's what comes out. Yes, for those of you at home, and as the apparently the sole American of the group, uh, Fortunate Son is basically a song by Creedence Clearwater, originally by the band Creedence Clearwater Revival, about how um, uh, pretty much all like the the rich people don't get to go to war, and it's just the poor man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, we know it in Australia because it's on Supernatural. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Um, uh, and a bunch of other like Vietnam War songs are in Supernatural. It's very weird. Huh. Well, it's a, it's got a like a, one of the characters is into sort of that sixties uh, musical timeline. So fun times, yeah, indeed. Um, so yeah, Fortunate Son, as performed by Kid Rock, is playing as he comes down the stage. Um, uh, and he's flanked by, uh, by like, uh, all these, uh, all these other, um, like his entourage of like, um, 
sexy South American women and like these guys that are pretending to be members of like a, some kind of South American drug cartel. Uh, and there's like a guy in, um, in, I can't remember the name of that fashion type, but uh, it's, uh, I think it's called like the, the operator aesthetic. So it's like a dude in like khaki suit pants with like combat boots, um, partially obscured by suit pants, and then like a dress shirt under a under like a tack vest. Okay. Yeah, so he looks like he's like uh, some fucking um, CIA or other other kind of government contractor that's just landed um, yeah. in a war zone. <laughs> All right. Um, you know, it is like walking down the stage with him. Um, uh, there's people. Uh, 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 he gets to the bottom of the stage and he's like shouting at the audience and he like snatches a mic. He's like, uh, It's great to be here in Manila. I've brought some presents for you all. Uh, and he like kicks open this crate that's at the bottom of the uh, bottom of the. Um, stage and he says i've brought you all some american freedom and he starts chucking cartons of cigarettes into the audience and he gets his entourage to start handing audience members bottles of like uh jack daniels Mm. Uh, uh, and he's gonna yeah he's using the cheap heat move uh all right uh to um so cheap heat when you insult or praise the audience or their hometown, you gain plus one momentum. Okay. All right. You can only use cheap heat once per episode. Yep, yep. All right. Uh, uh, so he has so, done that, and uh, he's just waiting down uh, ringside for the next con- next people to come out. All right, sure. Uh, well, my character, Comrade Tavarish, makes his entrance. Uh, like a record scratch from Fortunate Son to what sounds like a like a very old like uh, recording of the Soviet national anthem, like it's it's sort of crackly and not quite coming through properly. And you know he enters, he's draped in the Soviet flag. Uh, people are depending on whether they're with him or against him, booing or cheering. Mm-hmm. Uh, he enters in. Uh, then once again, another record scratch. This time, it's Bonnie M, Rasputin, Russia's greatest love machine. And at that point, someone throws him a sugar glass bottle, uh, of, like of vodka, mm-hmm. which, while he's doing the Cossack dance, he downs in one and then breaks the bottle over his head. Uh, the Cossack dance is so, the one where you're like kicking your legs out under you, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's uh yep, the the Kazachok, if anyone wants to know the actual name. Uh but yeah, I the, heard the Kazakh the Kazakh he did. Yeah. I heard uh the Kazakh he did was really wunderbar. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wunderbar German. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, no, that's the song. Yeah, for some reason. Yeah, that's the song, that's the song. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, cool. yeah. The Kazakh he dance was really wunderbar. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, so you so, down the sugar glass bottle of vodka. What happens once you've drunk it? Uh, well, I break it over my head. Yeah, I thought that to, was good. Yeah. No. Uh, so to show how yeah, hard but, uh, you are. 
absolutely and you know just roar out um i'm not sure how my character would do with uh like uh attempting to like insult uh this particular town so you can insult uh, them so... if you want or you can try and work the audience if you just want to like rile them up yeah sure um yeah basically i'll say that this sort of display was meant to do that but like is there something specific more I need to add? Or so work the like, audience is um, when you pump up, yell at, or otherwise work to get the audience in your corner, roll plus audience. So roll plus, right, plus right. your current rating in audience. All right, cool. Um, so would what I've described be enough, or do you want me to yeah, add something more? that's enough to trigger or? the move. Okay. Uh, right here, uh, mix it roll. Okay, that's a three. They are so not down with my shit. So you rolled two ones. I no, I rolled a two and a one. So plus my audience, which is oh, is your audience zero? I thought it started at one. My audience is one. My audience is one. So, so it's a four, I'm, I'm, but that still doesn't help. Yeah, <laughs> on a botch, they're not feeling it. Uh, you can't work the audience again this episode. Yeah, they they are they are not blink one eight two. They are not feeling it. Uh, if you want, you can. Seeing as they're not into it, you can totally cheap heat them to gain momentum. All right. You can be like, "What? You don't like dance? What? You don't like dance? Uh, insult Manila." All right. Yeah. Oh, you all. You. Oh no, I can't. I can't think of any good insults right now. Now let 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 someone else take the entrance. It'll be fine. All right, in Manila, more like giant boar in Manila. I love it. <laughs> yes, all right, Thrilla in Manila, more like boars in Manila. <laughs> you chuckle, and they're all like booing you. Uh, yeah. take one plus one momentum. One plus one momentum. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Uh, yeah, momentum you use to give yourself bonuses. Um, mm. I think it might have special use in King in the Hill. The King of the Hill, just let me double check. Yep. Um, um, uh, it doesn't look like there's anything special you use it for in um, King of the Hill, um, but it's fine. Uh, all right, who's who does then? Who's uh, coming down next? I feel like Ernie Sand, uh, Ernie Fl- Fanders, because he's like yeah. the more boring one. Yeah. Okay. So he comes. Uh, he steps out uh, behind a podium in a suit, uh, and he's kind of. He looks kind of old, uh, like you know, maybe in his sixties or something. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, uh, steps out. He's like, uh, I, uh, uh, I'm looking forward to bringing democracy. Uh, democracy to this great wrestling competition uh too long we've been pressed by the azur's fist um we're gonna stand up the establishment wrestling the wrestling establishment wrestling establishment the the wrestling industrial complex bourgeoisie wrestling management uh has stood on the neck (laughs) of the of the of, of the, the working wrestler of the worst working wrestler for too long, uh, and then he like rips open his shirt and he's like <laughs> buff, like yes. that, like that gross old man kind of buff that makes you like oh, go, oh you, ever like a monster. you ever see the movie A Kung Fu Hustle? 
I think I've seen the stage you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And also, uh, Kid Rock did do a cover of Fortunate Son. Of course okay. he did. How could he, he not? He did a... Fuck, man. I'm remembering his weird kind of inspired by sampled cover thing of um, Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah, Sweet Home wow. uh, All Summer Long, which is Sweet Home mm-hmm. Alabama and Werewolves London had a baby. But songs aren't supposed to have babies, so it came this little thing like, yeah. Kill me. Anyway. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> No one. Uh, oh, kill me! Yeah, uh, and he's you know running down the running down the uh, podium. Uh, you know, just ripped. He's just ripped. Um, but the audience, you know, they're not really feeling it. Like, you know, no, no, no positives or negatives for for uh, Ernie Fanders. Um, who's next? Uh, last but not least, Kid Uno. So the the snare intro from. Uh, the fucking flagpole sitter by Harvey Danger comes in. Uh, it's yeah, a long story cool. behind this. So then he like starts coming out, starts running out to the ring, waving to the audience. And uh, for his work, the I don't know if this would be under work the crowd or feats of strength, but um, is feats so, of strength a thing for your character? Uh, hold on, let me check. Uh, let's see. Is that a move you have? It's a general move. Oh, right. There's one. There's a basic move up the top that's feats of strength. Okay. Well, describe what you're yeah. doing, and I'll tell you what move you trigger. Okay. So uh, he le- So as he goes to the ring, he just jumps from the floor to the, the ring apron, and then he jumps from the apron up to the top rope, and then he kind of does this, like, stuntman dive where he rolls, uh, dives toward the middle of the ring, rolls out of it, and his hands are behind him like a bird. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I like it. Um, yeah. Yeah, let's let's call that a feat of strength. Demonstrate okay. your extraordinary strength. All right, You've got big uh, legs apparently. Mm, well, yeah. Plus power. Duty All right, plus power. power. Let me just see. okay. Power. I'm at. I'm at zero. Dice. Come on, dice. Oh, three plus six, nine. Nice. Yes. On a seven to nine, your obvious effort. Uh, your obvious effort. Wait, that doesn't make sense. On it's 7 to 9, it's an obvious effort. There we go. Um, you gain plus one momentum, um, and they, your opponent or creative, picks one. Um, I will pick one because um, I'm creative. Um, I think maybe doing it with obvious difficulty because it yeah. works with um, the fact yeah. that your character is... is like they they show themselves as a bit more vulnerable to make other people look good. Yeah, yeah you do it with that. obvious difficulty. So like when you you know jump off that thing and roll, everyone's like because <gasps> they think you're gonna fucking break your old man hip, uh, <laughs> right? But they love that you pulled it off. Absolutely. Uh, but they they definitely are now acutely aware of how veteran you are. Right. Um, so you can roll that to your uh, advantage moving forward, but uh, it sounds like everybody's everybody's here and ready, and you're already on the stage. Um, so I'm wondering if there's a specific thing for the um, first each player should describe their character's entrance. If you do anything in a particular pump up or insult the crowd, blah 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 blah. Um, is there a thing for deciding who goes first? Hand over the mic to whoever you want to be the announcer. I'm going to have to be the announcer. 
um, and get started. If there isn't a free player, then you can play the units, blah, 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 blah. It's often clear from the context who starts in control of the match. It is, in fact, clear from the context who starts in control of the match. I'm pretty sure it's going to be uh, Kid Unos. Uh, but first of all, let's establish some facts about our announcer. What's the name of our announcer? Uh, okay, we're going to make it a girl announcer. Yeah, all right. Uh, to be progressive, all girl, all girl league. It's like all you see. It's socially progressive, but not economically progressive, or so says Ernie Fanders. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. they've got great gender representation in the uh, in the international quarterly herd fest, but uh, they don't have yeah. great. Uh, they don't have great. Um, uh, they don't have great Health representative players. government, representative yeah. management. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go with. Uh, Anna Poller. Anna Poller. Anna, yeah. Anna Poller. That sounds like that sounds like a wrestling kind of name. It sounds like it's meant to be a pun on something, but you're not quite sure what. No, yeah. it's like I thought of the name and I because I, I'm drinking a seltzer and the brand says Poller, and I'm like yeah. Amy Poller, Anna Anna Poller. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, it sounds good. I like it. Um, so, what are what are some characteristics of uh, Miss Polar? Ooh, uh, some some emotion. Some what is the word I'm looking for? Some personality quirks, as opposed to like physical descriptions, because like yeah, she's yeah. just going to be a voice in a box. Okay. Um. Uh. First off, what accent are you worst at doing, Ray? <laughs> um, hmm. Uh, I have difficulty doing anything other than a South African white person accent uh, for Africa th- without it sounding racist. Like everything else, I don't feel comfortable saying. Um, I'm not very good at South American or Central American accents because, again, I feel like. I'm being a racial stereotype. I don't like doing uh, Indian subcontinent accents, and I can't do any Asian accents without sounding racist. Okay. Um, pretty much the only accents I ever feel comfortable doing anymore is a South African white guy accident or an over-exaggerated Australian accent because I know that the people that I'm going to offend with that accent, I don't care if they get offended. I don't care if some white guy from South Africa get a, gets offended by the accent I do because it's like, whatever, man. You're in South Africa. You can't hurt me over here. <laughs> well, they're, they're uh, too busy dealing with the prawns. All right. Um, well, yeah. Do you want to do like a, a very strong? I, I love the idea of this um, of this announcer being one hundred and ten percent Bogan. Um, All right. All right, loves. We're gonna fucking watch some wrestling, eh, cunts? <laughs> oh God, yes. Yeah, uh, I apologize. She, she, she sounds like she sounds like use of the c word. Yep, uh, we, we do, like, down here, down under, like, it's not as bad. You, you call your right. best friend the C word, and it's totally fine. Uh, yeah, yeah. I recently... <laughs> yeah, I heard, like, in Australia, you call your mates cunts, and, you're, and you call cunts mates. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. That's, uh, that's pretty so, much accurate. Oh, that guy. Fuck that guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's a, yeah, he's Fuck. a fucking... Yeah, yeah, just like... But yeah, um... So calling someone, uh, uh, depending on context... You, Calling someone cunt, bad. 
calling someone a mad cunt, great. That's a, <laughs> a mad cunt is um, is praise. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for American listeners who maybe like, aren't I will attempt not to overuse that word. We've we've got plenty of other things you can call. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You can call fans of the wrestling scene. I could always just do the archer, the archer joke, and just say, "Oh yeah, he's a mad tunt." <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, so yeah, she's spoken. Sweet. All right, so I'm gonna be doing the fucking commentating, aren't I? Uh, so. Uh, we got this King of the Hill match. It looks like Kid Unos is going to be fucking jumping up in there first up. And now these other bastards are going to be trying to get in the ring. Uh, once they fucking get up on there, it is on. It is go. It is start time. And then the others are like climbing up. Just like, all right, I fucking can't wait. Let's get that counter going. Ten minutes on the clock now. Uh, the ref is like counting down, counting you guys in. Uh, he's like, three, two. One and then like this big red digital clock starts ticking um uh up on the up on the jumbotrons. Uh so Kidunos, you have narrative control uh of the fight. You can ask for input from the other fighters, but ultimately you dictate. And uh so you describe a sequence of events that happens. Um uh, and it doesn't have to necessarily end with you being uh you can you can put yourself uh, in a vulnerable position. Um, you can, you can actually, you can actually describe a sequence where you get thoroughly beaten, but you still manage to retain con- narrative control. Um, right. basically, um, because it's like now nar- you're getting thoroughly beaten, but it's to further your character's narrative so that later on in the fight, you can come back strong, you know? Okay. Uh, but you just describe, describe some wrestling shit, man. All right. Okay, so I mean, just so just give me an idea of like the geography of the scene. All right, King so, of the Hill so yeah. this is a big, uh, a, a large uh, square ring, uh, pretty standard in that regards. And then in the middle, there's kind of this diamond-shaped podium that's been spray painted blue, uh, and it's got a bit of a glittery shine to it as well. Um, you're standing right next to it. Uh, the person that ends the match on top of that diamond is the person that is the king of the hill uh, and wins the azure uh, the azure jewel. Uh, so uh, you've got uh, you've got wrestlers coming in from three sides. Uh, All right. You. Okay. So I'm just gonna take a little. Hold on. All right. Let's scroll. All right. So oh, it's worth pointing out that because the hardcore is in this uh, match, um, the uh, hardcore violence stipulation has been added. Ugh. So what's that stipulation mean? Um, I think it's in the... Uh, on this book. Hang on, let me scroll up. Does it describe it in here? I hope it does. There are lists of stipulations. Best stipulations. Um, hardcore violence. When you draw blood, use a weapon, or revel in violence in the ring, you can roll plus real um, to gain audience and stuff like that. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, the hardcore automatically adds that stipulation to every move, uh, to every match they're in, uh, because they always want to use weapons. Right. Okay. 
All right, so I feel like the hardcore is going to be the heeliest of heels and use a weapon from the outside. Mm-hmm. So uh, is he allowed to leave? So are we allowed to leave the ring? and or we can? Um, let me check the King of the Hill rules. I mean, he does have his entourage down there, so we can always just get them to pass him something. Right. Um, in a King of the Hill match, features multiple wrestlers. Any wrestler, wrestler thrown over the top rope is eliminated. But that's okay. thrown over the top rope. So presumably if he slides out under the yeah, bottom. Yeah, slides rope. underneath. Okay. So, uh, all right, I'm going to start off with Dirty Claymore. He's going to slide under the bottom rope, grab mm-hmm. like that ammo crate he had full of, you know, like cigarettes and Jack Daniels and stuff. And mm-hmm. he's going to throw it at me from uh, up on the top while I'm still up there to try to knock me off. Yeah, uh, g- yeah. So he's gonna do that, uh, and is um, and are you gonna um, are you gonna try and like roll out of the way or what? All right. So it's just a podium. It's not like there's chains or something suspending it or anything like that. No, no, no. It's just a podium, like a box that's sat in the middle of the ring. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna try to uh, dodge out of the way. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, is it possible? Is it possible I can like attempt to dodge but end up taking it to try to garner some sympathy? Or... Yeah, you can totally do that if you want, if you want to try and use your other move thing. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'll do that then. Cool. Um, so the monster has a move related to this, and I'm just wondering – not the monster, the veteran. Yeah, right. Um, so you're, you took the – you took the put over, right? When you right. show for- – vulnerability to opponent in the ring in order to make them look good. I mean, it kind of makes them look good. It makes him look like... It enforces his role. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can roll plus work. So, um... Hmm. Um, yeah, sure. Roll plus work. Alright, 2d6. Mm-hmm. 2d6 plus right. work. Uh, so that is 2d6 plus work. Ooh, I get a 10! On a 10, you both gain plus one audience. So it's the crate smacks into you and you kind of, it knocks you off the podium and you'd like kind of uh, flail around a bit. Uh, and he's like, you know, making gang sides at the audience and they're all cheering and, you know, they're pouring out right. Jack Daniels on his behalf. Yeah, and he just like nonchalantly walks over to the center podium and stands up on it. But don't forget to mark your extra audience there. Okay, uh, how much do I start with? It say, it should say on your character sheet. Okay, and I actually do get an extra one from uh, the so veteran. It, so it says start the what's the audience? Uh, yeah, yeah. The veteran starts and resets to audience two. Okay, so you start. Uh, an episode with one momentum, which we already went over before. So now your okay. momentum is three. Um, you don't right. gain the momentum just because you went up to three. It's only when you start an episode. Um, okay. With three. Yeah. Uh, but that means you're really fucking close to four, which is good. Hmm. Right. I have an audience, and I start with an audience of two. Um, yes. Okay. So and now I have plus one audience. Yes. Okay. So you should be at audience three now. Right. Cool. Um, and your momentum, as far as I recall, is at one. Yes, because I have plus one. Well, I have plus one at the beginning. Yeah, plus one at the yeah, beginning. And it starts at the beginning of the match. Okay. Um, yeah. So, um, but you still have narrative control. So, yeah, you sort of stumble back. What happens next? 
All right. So I stumble back. I try to, you know, climb up the ropes and try, you know, I, I, I act like I'm injured, try to shake it off. And I start to get back in the fray. Now, remember that there are two other wrestlers in here. So try and work them in as well. Okay. Um, so any, any fanders helps you in. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he's like checking that you're all right. Are you all right? You all right? Uh, and the, and, uh, and I, and it's like, Oh, look, Fight is more concerned about uh, checking on the wrestler's health than he is about winning. Oh, mate. Oh. mate that's a bad call. That's a bad call. <laughs> uh, looks like it looks like uh, looks like the old comrade's coming up the rear there. He's going to try and get the jump on him. Uh, so what's happening uh, there, um, uh, Kid Unos, um, as 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 uh, Ernie uh, kind of gives you a helping hand, um, and uh, comrade, comrade, comrade is uh, <laughs> sneaking up behind you. All right. Uh, so, um, Ernie, so Ernie, Ernie Sand is like trying to, like, you know, I'm kind of cricking my neck a little bit. I'm like, you know, I'm trying to wave him off, like, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. I can uh, finish the match when uh, fuck comrade comes behind with a double clothesline to both of us. <laughs> oh, nice. So, um, which would that be? Um, oh, right, right, right. So that's probably um, plus demanding or dangerous maneuver that showcases your technical wrestling. Eh, it's not that technical. Um, yeah. I think it's the put your opponent or yourself at legit risk because you can't see them, so you can't really prep for the maneuver super easily. So roll me plus power. All right. Plus uh, I, I roll just, plus power? Yes, you do. Okay. Um, and you're not challenging the person that's on top of the hill, so we don't use that. We use the um, we use the standard wrestling. All right, and another nine. Uh, yeah, nine. it's power, so yeah, it's just nine. Okay, so uh, on a seven to nine, um, you hit you hit it pretty well. Uh, so you're selling this pretty well. Um, you can either retain control of the scene. Uh, and transition to the next sequence, or you can give control uh, to your opponent and you gain one momentum. All right. Uh, more momentum's good. So momentum, uh, it's good because you can use it to increase uh, rolls after the fact. So, uh, like, you know, you roll two, you roll a, uh, you roll a I, nine, I, and then you can spend one momentum to make it a 10. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give up momentum to uh, give up to, to comrade control. here. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Control. So now, uh, now uh, you're in control, uh, Peter. Yeah. Um, uh, and Eric, don't forget to mark that you just gained the momentum. Uh, okay. Yeah. So what's the two momentum? So you've just sort of you you know coat hanged these guys or whatever from behind. Um, do you want to? go lay a beat down on uh, the Dirty Claymore, who's currently just uh, showboating up on the podium in the middle of the ring, just waiting for that countdown to go down. Um, uh, I need to make So sure. I've got an idea, and uh, please forgive me if this is not uh, proper wrestling form. So, Comrade, uh, after flooring uh, both uh, uh, Ernie Fanders and uh, Kid Unos, picks up Ernie Fanders uh, 
basically like holds him above his head, roars, and throws him at um, uh, Daddy Claymore. Brilliant. That sounds like a... Um, that sounds to me... Uh, I'm totally okay with that. That sounds to me like a um, power, probably, because you're putting your opponent or yourself at legit risk. Okay, all right. You are uh, both the good news is specialized, or is it just a monster that's power specialized? A power a monster is definitely power specialized. Right, right, right. Uh, so right, good news or is... Eric is specialized for work. Yeah, yeah. So he, yeah. He's he's good for like actual technical. Things yeah. where Complex I was like, yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, so I rolled a 10 plus my power, so 13. Wonderful. So, um, you are challenging for the hill. Um, yep. on a 10, you rule, retain control of the match, and pick one. You become king of the hill, you gain two momentum, or you gain a heat with the current king of the hill. Okay, uh, I will, uh, uh, I'm gonna gain. Uh, I'm gonna gain heat. Uh, okay, so you gain heat with Dirty Claymore. So yep. plus one heat for Dirty Claymore. Yep. Um, so he gets hit by um, Ernie Flanders, uh, and he kind of like catches him um, and sort of twists and uh, you know drops uh, Ernie, uh, and then he's looking at you and he's like, you know, he's shouting at you in the ring. It's indistinct. Uh, and is like, oh yeah, fucking oath, it's about to go off. <laughs> uh, and then from the uh, from ringside, uh, one of the uh, one of the uh, one of the um, his entourage, dirty dirty Claymore's entourage, uh, chucks uh, something up into the ring, uh, and it's a. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's <laughs> a McCoidal, which um, is an Aztec, um, and it looks like a, kind of like a, it's, it's often described as an Aztec warrior's sword. So it's right. a wooden club lined with obsidian teeth. Yep. Um, uh, and written up the side of it, it says, uh, El Claymore. All right. All right. Okay. Well, wow. Uh, yeah. And, that's, uh... and more, and the word "more" seems to be in bold. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, all right. So, but uh, you still have seen. Uh, yeah. Actually, do you? Yeah, you retain control of the match. Yeah. 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 So, uh, comrade is going to be completely unfazed by this. And slowly start walking like towards um, uh, towards Eddie Claymore. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, so and Claymore charges at me and is about to swing at me with the sorry what was the, the L Claymore the, the L Claymore, uh, which I believe is just Spanish for cl- the Claymore. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, that uh, not any fenders. Uh, Kid Unos, while he's still on the ground, like spins around, uh, and with his legs, uh, like basically trips me over, 
so that as uh, Claymore swings uh, his El Claymore at me, it goes over my head as I go down to the ground. Uh, uh, so it's not clear to the fan. Oh, actually, I'll just do this using the commentator. Uh, oh my god, Kid Uno's just knocked Comrade down. I'm not quite sure if he was trying to trying to take uh, take the comrade out, or if he was actually trying to save him from Claymore's Claymore. Uh, <laughs> I'm not quite sure. Uh, it's all very intense down here. It's uh, going a mile a minute. All right. Uh, so uh, should I just make a roll for that? That is roll plus... Uh, roll me plus your heat with key. Is your heat with... Claymore higher than your heat with Kidunos? Uh, they're both currently the same. All right, well then roll me plus two. Roll me plus your heat with either one then. Uh, yeah, so because plus two. Clearly something that draws on your background and it's a share and it's a memorable sequence to do with your history between Claymore and you and uh, yeah. Kidunos. Okay. Uh, right, so I rolled a, a four, so plus the heat is two. Uh, so spending momentum is I spend one momentum and you can it spend goes as much momentum as you like, uh, yep. as much as you have rather to increase mm-hmm. a roll. Uh, okay. but you only need one to get it to a success. A, a seven to nine is a partial success. A 10 is an outstanding success. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then yeah, I'll just, uh, spend one momentum. So I'm down to two, um, increase that up to, uh, seven. So it's a partial success. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you, uh, so you're challenging for the hill. Uh, you mix it up good. Creative ticks down the timer, and you pick one. Ooh, All right. that means I tick it down twice. Interesting. Because you tick it down whenever a move is triggered, so that's kind of interesting. Okay. Um, pick one. Someone else sabotages your Valiant climb up the hill, gain plus one heat with them, and give them control of the match. Or you need to work with someone, choose another wrestler, to become king of the hill, but retain control of the match. So I think maybe um, you guys, you know, you, you're not to the ground, but you and Kid Unos maybe see an opportunity to do something here. So yeah. basically, what, which option you pick just would kind of dictates whether Kid Unos was just trying to knock you down or whether he was trying to help you. Uh, I, I like the, the helping part more. So cool. I will go for you need to work with someone, choose another wrestler, and I choose Kid Unos. Kid Unos, uh, you know, scrambles to the... Uh, basically does a freaking burpee and jumps onto the... onto the... Uh, onto the hill. Um, uh, and now you are, you know, both kind of have purchase on... Uh, on Claymore. Claymore's no longer king of the hill and he's kind of surrounded by you. Um, of course, Comrade is on the ground, um, but uh, you're a big, powerful wrestler. It's not much effort for you to get up, uh, so you still have narrative control. What do you do? What's happening? Uh, there, te- uh, Mateo? Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah no, I, I thought I lost control. Apologies. Um, no, no, no. You, gain, you retain control, but someone else becomes king of the hill. Okay. Uh, well, in that case, uh, so yeah, I'll get up, uh, mm-hmm. sort of like with a, with a face full of rage, uh, Kidunos, uh, sort of is yelling at me and directs me, uh, towards fighting, um, uh, fighting, uh, Daddy Claymore, uh, but like, 
yeah, I'm I'm incredibly reluctant to let slide the fact that he tripped me up. Uh, but I do. Uh, and I'll say that... Uh, actually, you know what? Uh, Ernie Sanders comes back for round two. And uh, from jumps from the from the ropes and does a missile kick into my back. Nice. <laughs> um, this sounds to me like uh, power. This is putting you uh, at, at physical risk. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, and it's a standard wrestling thing because you're not challenging for the hill. We, we need to challenge for the hill more. I'm so sorry. Um, all right. So I rolled an eight plus my power is three. So 11. 11. Nice. Um, on a 10, you gain a hit, retain control and pick one. Um, right. So you, um, you can describe this in a minute, but somehow you have, you, you turn that missile kick against uh, Ernie. Um, you can either gain two momentum or you can gain heat with your opponent. Um, I will gain two momentum. Cool. Uh, so I, how do I you have turn to... this on, on, on Ernie? Uh, can I turn it on Claymore instead, actually? Sure. So... You can, like, fucking step out of the way and he goes flying into Claymore. Well, I, I was thinking more like uh, taking the hit, but, like, essentially that becomes momentum to, like, push me forward, like, directly yeah. at Claymore. So he's not he's expecting me to slowly sort of walk up to him uh, Ernie, Ernie Fanders from, from the ropes jumps in, kicks me in the back, which makes me essentially stumble run forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Claymore's not expecting it. So I get into sort of his swing before he can really sort of get the, the teeth of his Claymore all up in my grill. From, uh, from ringside at, and and uh, is shouting, oh man, it looks like Ernie's kicked uh, kicker's reminded comrade of that bottle of vodka he sculled at the beginning of the match. It looks like it's fucking starting to kick in. He's mad maggot. <laughs> yes. Uh, he is on the piss. All uh, right, listeners, he is on the piss. All right. Uh, so... You still uh, have narrative control. This happened, yeah, uh, uh, so, this happened last night when I played too. Somebody just kept rolling really well and just kept yeah. narrative control for like a whole half an hour sequence. All right, I'm I'm going to uh, uh, basically uh, grab uh, like with my I'm going to grab with one of my hands uh, mm-hmm. Claymore's arm to stop mm-hmm. him from like swinging his Claymore at me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with my other hand, I'm basically. I gonna... should have had him have an actual fucking Highlander Claymore sword. <laughs> I didn't fucking think of that. I thought you were mixing it up. I thought it was a nice touch. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Like, yeah, it would be a bit on the nose, but all right, this sounds different and interesting. Uh, maybe uh, it's got like, maybe it's a McCoidal, but it's got like the Claymore V yeah, uh, sure. handle on it sure, for seemingly sure. no reason. Absolutely. <laughs> no, that sounds wonderful. Oh, um, I mean, to be fair, like Manila seems like the only other place where you could, it would be legal to bandy about a Claymore sword. Yeah. Uh, it is not, I'm pretty sure, in Manila. Okay. Uh, 
So I am basically like with one hand, I've got his the wrist of his the hand holding the claymore. Mm-hmm. But the other, I'm gonna basically like pick him up by the waist or the leg, and I basically attempt to do turn him like upside down and power slam. Go so for it. Pick him up and attempt to slam him down. Mm-hmm. Come um, on. Yeah. Ah. Uh, so. Uh, I rolled a seven, uh, and assuming, uh, well, what stat would I be adding that's to it? That's probably or... power by the sounds of it. All right, then that's three, so that's ten again. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, do you want momentum or heat? Uh, I, can I become king of the hill or? Um, you're not challenging for king of the hill. He's not... I thought I was. I was Is attacking, he... I was attacking, uh, Claymore, wasn't it? Yeah, but Claymore's not the king of the hill. Oh my god! It's Kid yeah. Uno. It's Kid Uno's at the moment. Kid Uno's is standing there, kind of catching his breath. All right, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> in that case, no, I want fucking heat with Claymore. Fuck that guy. Uh, yeah, all right. So take the heat with Claymore. Yep, yep. Um, brilliant. You still have narrative control. So like Claymore's like slammed onto the ground and he's dropped his weapon and he's uh, you know coughing and spluttering on the ground. He's like you know cradling at his neck. Uh, Ernie's kind of uh, rolling on the ground. He's like slowly moving to get up. You know, he's he's playing yeah. up his old man persona a bit. Yeah, what yep. are you doing? So it's 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 pretty much I've I've uh, either through inaction or direct action I've uh, I've uh, basically disabled the other wrestlers for the time being. So I'm gonna go and uh, gonna mess up Kid Ernie's steez. Uh, yeah. As you're walking over towards him, um, and uh, is is next to the crowd. Oh man, you can feel the tension in the air, listeners. These two that have been working together these last few months. I mean, I mean, uh, you know, comrades. Basically, Kid Unos is like a younger wrestling brother, right? He's taken him under his wing. He's his protege. Uh, if you'll forgive the fucking big words, <laughs> uh, it's uh, yeah. I mean, I can just I can feel the emotion these two are fucking going through, right? That he's 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 uh, it's it's like that scene in Star Wars, right? Like uh, fucking Kim Nuno's here is Obi Wan. He's got the high ground, <laughs> uh, comrades, Anakin. You know, you would you, you're meant to unite the force. You fuck. What are you doing? <laughs> Don't fucking come at me, bro. Just let me win. Just let me ring out the timer. Uh, but I, you know what? I think Comrade's going to do it. I think uh, their brotherly bond isn't enough to stop the fact that Comrade Comrade wants that jewel. Comrade need that jewel. All right. Uh, well. Uh, uh, mm, well, I, I think a dramatic crowd pleaser would be pretty awesome. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Can you recommend anything? I think that's to you, Eric. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. So I, I guess it's time for a comrade's turn on the hill. Uh, so something that can use the podium uh, as a component as well would be cool. Like maybe he shakes it or like tries to pick it up or oh my something God. that would Oh well, just to imagine that it's it's basically a like a step up, right? So like I don't know if you can think of something that would use that as a component. Okay, I was assuming it was like you know like at eye level. It was like about five feet off the ground. It's not that high. 
because right. I feel like a large, uh, it's a larger one would be hard. It's basically a. I feel like it's um. It's basically just a bit of a like a raised dais. Yeah. Like it's not. I'm imagining like it's in the center of the ring. It's not too big. It, it can fit like one person. Okay. Maybe they're larger in uh, other wrestling uh, wrestling leagues, but here they want you to be constantly stepping up and off of it. All right. right. So okay. they make it they make it easy to, easier to step up on. So I mean, but still, like, is it? Like how how big is it? You know, I mean, I or is it, it something that you can be picked? Is it something that can be picked up? Because if I it's not that it, high, I think it could be picked up if you weren't standing on it, right? Yeah, it, like okay. if it didn't if it didn't have like you know however however many kilos of muscle you are, like it could probably be picked up. Yeah, right. Well, I'm just saying, comrade's really as strong as people say he is. All right. Yeah. It's true. Okay. Maybe you just fucking table flip the 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 sure. dice. All right. Yeah. Let's let's roll for table flip. All right. Um, so I think, I think that's a demonstration. I think uh, you can either use well, you're you're challenging for for the king of the hill, right? Yeah. So, um, with power. Yeah. Using power. Oh yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I will. Let's make this roll. Oh my god, I rolled a seven. So this is, I rolled a, sorry, I rolled a four plus three power, seven. Seven, uh, do you want to spend any momentum? Nah, I'm happy with the conditional success. All right, uh, you mix it up good. Creative ticks down the timer by one. Oh. Yep, cool. Um... Someone else sabotages your via, your your valiant climb up the hill. Okay. Um, or you need to work with someone. Uh, I will say someone else sabotages me. Um, Claymore picks up the um, picks up the 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 Claymore, the McCoydle, yeah. and yeah. just fucking throws it at you from across the ring. Yes, uh, and it just smacks into your back. Oh, no! And the audience sees the uh, sees the foam laugh weapon that it is kind of bend a little bit as it hits you, but they pretend like it's very rigid. Of course, of course. Uh, you you sell it. Uh, you gain plus one heat with them and give. I guess you give me control of the match. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm I'm happy giving it to uh, to Eric. Um. Uh, I'll do a quick bit. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna trade off pretty swiftly. Yeah. Um, so Claymore uh, goes to uh, rush uh, at the podium and try and flip it over. And as he's running across the ring, uh, Ernie just grabs him by the ankle and he trips. And then Ernie like uh, uh, very exhaustedly climbs up over the top of. Um, <laughs> Over uh, over Claymore, so you're all kind of near the middle of the ring, and Ernie's like reaching out to the podium, scrambling to try and flip it off of uh, Kidudos's back, so that he can then like put his hand on it and climb up to it, because you can you can hear that that ten minute timer ticking down in the background, uh, and he's <laughs> desperately trying to scramble on top of the thing. Um, uh, yeah, and, and then I, I think I will trade off to, uh, to, to Eric there, to Kid Unos, uh, as, a, as, as uh, everyone's kind of scrambling, uh, reaching out from the floor for the podium, uh, and you're, you're sort of laying there. What, what, ha- what do you do? All right. 
Me? Okay. Uh, it's yeah. my turn. So I, I'm, I'm getting up, and I'm, I'm looking at Ernie Flanders, who's now setting up the podium again. So I'm so like, where is everyone else at this junction? Okay, so you're all sort of just to the left of the middle of the to the right, rather of the middle of the ring. Um, the uh, the podium was just flipped over, um, just as uh, uh, yeah, the podium was flipped over. Then um, old mate fell over. Uh, and now uh, the podium's just been flipped back over and everyone's kind of reaching out to try and pull themselves up on top of it from the ground in a big pile of muscle. Except for you, you're not... You don't have anyone on top of you. Okay. But they're all very close to you. All right. um, Let me see. So uh, I see Ernie Flanders and uh, Ernie Flanders. I'm sorry. So uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to make my play for the hill. So I see Claymore and Monster are like predisposed or on top of each other. They're probably gonna be duking it out. There's some heat between them. So I'm gonna try to get a running start. Which I shake myself off, get a running start, and try to spear Ernie Sanders, uh, Ernie Fanders off the podium. You All right. For it. Um, it sounds like a pretty memorable sequence. Um, let's go with, um, oh, did you guys feel like that had a lot of technical components? I mean, it's just a spear. Yeah. Yeah. That's not, well, I guess guess it's like, yeah, it's like, I mean, we got technical and it's not like a signature move. So I think it's, I think it's roll plus heat. Okay. So do you have well, any heat with Ernie? No, I think is Ernie a face or a heel? Um that's true. He's probably a face. Yeah, so I have no heat with him. Yeah. Uh so roll plus zero. All right. Uh let's do this. Um I believe six. in you. Seven. Nice. I mean a seven will work. Um yeah. I think this is challenging for the hill. Uh actually. Yeah, it's challenging for the hill. Um, you mix it up good. Creative ticks down the timer by one. Okay. Um, someone else sabotages your valiant climb to the hill, or you need to work with someone, choose another wrestler to become king of the hill. All right. Uh, uh, I think I'm going to... Huh. I think I'm going to work with someone and, and uh, get Monster to the King of the Hill because he hasn't gotten there yet. All right. All right. So um, how does that happen? Uh, you described for me, Eric, how we get to that point from there. So you said that you were doing something to Ernie. Right. So uh, I go for the spear, but because but like we both fall off because the momentum carries us. Mm-hmm. Right. Um and then I try to, uh, so then I'll try to pick him up and try to get him over the top. So we start scuffling. That's how we yeah. leave the. Uh, that's how like I kind of give Monster the go ahead. Uh, and then and then you see the podiums open there, comrade, and you just you put your hand on it, uh, and we hear like swirling, um, 
stirring uh, Russian militaristic <laughs> music playing over the stadium speakers as after this long uh, slog through this 10-minute fight, you're like, pull yourself up onto it. And yep. It's very, very stirring. You swell with pride for whichever motherland you happen to be from. <laughs> um, but, Eric, you still have narrative control. Um, so, okay. uh, yeah, uh, comrades up there feeling uh, swelling with national pride. Okay. Uh, well, see, the thing is, I'm a face. Fanners is a face. That dynamic's not going to work. So, so like at this point, I think like Dirty Claymore is trying to get up, mm-hmm. and I want to make a run to try to eliminate him while he's still down. Yeah, do you want to like try and throw him over the top, uh, top rope? Yeah, because if you throw him over the top rope, he's eliminated. He can't come right. back in. Okay. Uh, so, uh, what does it look like as you try to throw him over the top ring, top, uh, top rope? You scoop right. him up. Yeah, so uh, so he's lying on the floor. I'm gonna like try to bring him up from. He does uh, have a shirt, so you know you could like grab his vest or whatever. Right. So (laughs) I'm gonna try to grab him by the vest. So stand behind him, grab him by the vest, yank him upwards, and then try to get my arm underneath his crotch and like a and like pick him up into a fireman's carry, and then just scoop him over. Mm -hmm. Cool. That sounds like. That sounds like I would allow work. There's a lot of moving parts to scooping a dude off the ground. Yeah. Right. All right. 2d6. Five. All right. Uh, No, hold on. Plus one for work. Mm -hmm. So uh, so that brings me up to six. And I think I'm going to spend the momentum to get a conditional. So you get Uh, it to seven. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You retain control and transition to the next sequence or give your opponent control and gain one momentum. In this instance, your opponent would be um, would be a comrade because you succeeded. So you do throw uh, old mate out of the ring. All right. Uh, I'm going to get plus I'm going to give myself plus one of momentum and seed control to monster. I'm sorry. That's a comrade. Yes. Okay. Uh, So you throw him out of the ring. Do you say, do you have any like witty ending line? Uh, this is what happens. When, that's what happens when you fight dirty. All right. That'll work. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so someone's king of the hill. Uh, you finally, we can have somebody use the, uh, use the, if you are king of the hill, uh, thing. So probably right. you want to describe that a bunch of people, are, uh, uh, try to charge your podium. Uh, all right. so you don't have to get off of it. Yep. Uh, all right. So, oh man, just get, I, I, I like the idea of both, uh, Ernie and, uh, kid Unos, uh, like charging me at the same time, attempting to take me off the podium, um, and essentially making a big show of the like the the muscle that they're putting into it, and me essentially pretending that it's it's like nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, that sounds like uh, yeah, that's they, like power. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of how I'm. You're, how you're I'm, doing a muscle man display. No, you're pretty much as you push them away. Absolutely. Uh, all right, I'll I'll, I'll flex. Mm-hmm. And Two oh seconds. Jesus Christ! Uh, I got a one and a three. Uh, so that's four plus power is seven. So it's a conditional success. 
Mm -hmm. um, you maintain uh, creative uh, ticks down the timer by one. Okay. Uh, uh, and you get to pick one from the list. You keep control of the hill, but you give a challenger control of the match, or you are dumped off the hill, choose who dethrones you, and give them control of the match, but gain one heat with them. All right. Uh, well, I'm going to say that... Uh... While while I'm busy, sort of like, uh, like essentially attempting to like fend off Ernie Sanders, mm -hmm. uh, Kidonos uh, takes uh, his chance, um, and once again floors me using uh, what's something like technical and uh, like interesting for Kidonos to do, Eric. Uh, so I feel like something like big off of what the the turnbuckle so i guess like to go with all like the birdman imagery probably does like mm. a swan dive or you know like a diving you know a diving kick mm. okay so yeah like once again uh from the ropes uh i'm i'm laid low uh so you do yep a swan dive uh which while i'm distracted by only uh pushes me off and you find yourself on the podium instead Mm -hmm. uh, and I will gain one heat with you. Um, okay. And it's reciprocal. I also gain one heat with the comrade. Um, that's or not just what like, it, that's not what it okay. says. He just gained yeah. one okay. heat with So you. basically, like, I, I, I want revenge. Yeah. Uh, you took this from me. I will equally um, redistribute your brains to the floor. Yeah, you also have control of the match now, um, Eric. Okay. So you're back in control, and now you're king of the hill. Yeah. Um, who comes at you? Um, I'd say, so just to care the mods, just probably off. So I guess the only one left is Ernie uh, Fanders. Yep. I mean, unless Comrade makes a quick recovery. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Remember, so these sequences I, I, aren't like, they're not turn-by-turn -turn combat like in... Uh, other guys. So there can be multiple. There can be multiple things happening. Like you know, he could get up and uh, right. You know. So uh, oh, okay, I got one. It so, can take like, a few minutes. That's fine. Right. So Ernie, uh, Ernie Fanders starts like trying to do, trying to like get me in a lockup, and I have the high ground. I'm like pushing down on him. He's not making much progress when, out of nowhere. Monster just comes in like wham, just like one big like knockout punch right to the jaw. Cause and then because I didn't expect him to get up so fast, I wasn't paying attention to him. Mm -hmm. So just as I push Ernie Fanders away, start to get up, start to catch my breath a little bit, just get knocked right in the side of the face with a big hook. All right. Cool. All right. Uh so roll me plus your heat with um Comrade. Comrade. Comrade, all right. Uh, this sounds like a memorable moment, uh, right? In your relationship. Okay, so it's plus five, but I also have plus two heat with comrade. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, I, I go up to seven. All right, and you are defending. So <laughs> I love this. Uh, this is great. I tick down. You see that the clock is in its final two minutes. Oh. Um, <laughs> And uh, you get to pick one. You can either keep control, uh, but uh, keep con you, you stay on the hill, but give narrative control up. 
Um, or you can be dethroned and gain one heat with the person that dethrones you. All right. Uh, I'm going to keep narrative control. I'm sorry. I'm going to keep the hill, but cede the control. All right. So, uh, so, um, yeah, he punches, you punch, uh, Ken Unos, uh, and he kind of like, uh, uh, sways a bit on the podium and then like, you know, bounces back up. Uh, and, uh, you know, he said, he surprised, he endured your punch surprisingly well. Maybe he, he was only pretending to not see you coming. All right. Well then, uh, I, I will sort of roar with rage as, uh, any any uh, fanders uh, jumps onto my back uh, and attempts to bring me down. Mm-hmm. So I will essentially swing around, get him off my back, and attempt to throw him out of the ring. Mm-hmm. Cool. That sounds like um, power. Okay. Excellent. I'm making use of the one stat I'm good at. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So I rolled six plus my power three. So I'm nine. I'm going to spend one momentum. Yep. To bring it up to 10. So you maintain control. And this is probably a standard because you're not firstly going against the guy who's in control of the hill. Yep. So you can either gain two momentum or one heat with Ernie. Uh, I will gain two momentum. So that will be a net bonus. Cool. So you chuck uh, Ernie over the side. Um... Do you have a witty liner that you, one liner that you say? Uh, Something about his political system would be absolutely, great. absolutely. Uh, <laughs> uh, looks like you got DNC denied at once. I was going to go for something about there are no bloodless revolutions, but that oh, that would have been good too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, I, I I was just trying to think of like the the most eighties uh, eighties yeah. like movie villain sort of line I could think of. Uh, throw him over. Um, you've still got narrative control, um, and the clock is ticking down. It is at this point that I will re- I will reveal to you guys who's build to win. All right. Uh, you're both feeling exhausted and tired from this very um, full on fight, and uh, you know that this is meant to end with you both on the podium. Oh, what? What? Because the second because the second match of the night, as you well know from rehearsal, uh, is that uh, you're going to be fighting the Azure Fist okay. together as a tag team. All oh, right. no. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, all right. Then my idea is... Uh, Actually, it's not even a tag team, really. It's you're going to both be going up against him. All right. Yep, yep. Uh, so sort of, a, sort of a Hunger Games ending, basically. Right? Okay. So uh, I'm going to say perhaps uh, using my immense physical strength, I attempt to pick up... Um, Kid Unos, uh, and as you're sort of struggling with me uh, while I'm holding you and carrying you, and I step onto the podium, so we're both technically on the podium. Um, the yeah, like I sits th- down. Yeah, and I think like you're giving me a bear hug and like trying to squeeze that last little bit out of me. But yeah. like by the time you're you're bear hugging me, like 
bam, like it both, like it, it clicks down, and we're both on the thing. Yeah. Okay. So and, and, I and like even even like after the after the siren sort of wails, like and the referees are like coming in, like and I'm the still referees are all looking at each other, Anna and uh, and Paul is like, oh my god. Um. So the time has run out, and they're both on the podium. Um. Uh, the the refs are, uh, are discussing. I'm, I'm I'm looking up at the manager's box, and the the god king does not look impressed. Uh, oh oh my goodness, the refs. Okay, um, well it looks like the god king, the god king is storming out of his box. Uh, the I've got word from backstage. The god king is apparently coming downstairs. Uh, <laughs> he'll uh, he'll and, sort he'll sort that shit out. And you two are kind of looking at each other. Um and uh. What is the word I'm looking for? Comrade, I want you to roll your finishing move um, oh, stat. Okay. Uh, sure. So that's on the... It'll just be 2d6. Yep, 2d6. Um, but uh, they have different mechanics sometimes. Yep. Uh, okay. I'll be so, right back. I'm just getting a quick drink. Yep. No that's fine. Uh, so I rolled a 7. Uh, cool. uh, so on a 7 to 9, um, you make it work for you. Uh, either... They make, show- me, they make either- me work for it. So, oh, yeah, uh, they make you work there. So either you showcased your strength um, or... Uh, and I'm willing both- to take my finisher and flee the ring. I think they they showcased my strength. So- yeah, so like you're lifting him up and squeezing him. So you remember yep. that momentum because you're going to need that for the next fight. Yep. And we'll remind Eric when he comes back in a second. No worries. Um, um, so, yeah, like the... You know, I'm, I'm squeezing the life out of uh, Kid Unos... Uh, and the referees are coming in, like, no, let him go, let him go. The, the fight's over. The fight's over. Stop, stop. He's already dead. Uh, You're killing him. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, it's it's just kind of like, yeah. That sounds like Eric is back because I heard the uh, heard a can opening. Yep. Okay. Uh, so uh, you gain a momentum, by the way, because of um, because of um, comrades finishing move. Okay. Um, we didn't roll yours because it felt like it was Kidun. Uh, it, it felt like it was uh, Comrade triggering, not uh, Kidun. Yeah. Um, so the Uzua fist comes down as the refs have like separated you and moved you to other sides of the uh, of the ring, and he's walking down the um, he's walking down the ramp, and like lightning is flashing, um, and like a a, um, a not an acoustic, but a, um, it's a, it's a special name for a track where they remove the vocals and they just have the instrumental, uh, instrumental, an instrumental, yeah. an instrumental version of uh, Hammerfall's Crimson Thunder is playing. <laughs> um, yeah, everyone, you know, knows that it's the it's the Sapphire Thunder or the Blue Thunder or the Purple Thunder that's coming across. Mm. Um, uh, and he's, you know, he's walking down the. Um, Walking down the the launch, the ramp, um, with his like fists balled up at his side, and he's kind of storming down. And he gets to the bottom of the ramp, um, and he must be mic'd up. I uh, must have like a Britney mic or something. Uh, and he puts up his hands. And he goes, "What the hell is this? Are you trying to make a mockery of my throne? Are you trying to insult me?" Do I amuse you? Do you like to embarrass me in front of my loyal subjects? 
You can't even give me a definitive winner. Clearly, I need to step up and the king needs to teach you a lesson. Uh, and he uh, he rips off his suit jacket, uh, and you see somebody come out from uh, from uh, ringside uh, with a with a is a guy in a security like a black security polo, and on his back is a purple uh, gemstone um, logo, yeah. uh, and he's holding like this case, this um, beautiful. Uh, jeweled case and he opens it up and inside there are two knuckle dusters oh my god Fist picks up and they've got big um sapphire gemstone looking things on the on the knuckle dusting parts uh he's like i'm gonna step into the ring one last time and whichever one of you manages to remain standing can take the crown. Oh, wow. That was good. Uh, and he climbs up. Uh, he climbs, climbs up into the ring. Uh, and they move the, they move the uh, podium off. Um, there's uh, there's people like uh, like throwing you up uh, some sports drinks to rehydrate quickly. Uh, I guess they I guess they hide your sports drink inside of a bottle of uh, of vodka. Yeah, yeah. Product placement. It's uh, it's Smirnoff Smirnoff lemon. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's totally not Gatorade. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Does anybody want to try and? work the audience or anything? Does anyone want to grab a mic and call out um, call out the Azure Fist as he's like working himself up and uh, while you guys think about that just give me one second. No worries. Alright. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So... I think, I think I'm going to grab the mic. I, I mean, Kidunos is going to grab the mic, and he is going to say, "Listen, listen here. You left. It's not up. To... So, God, I'm sorry. Give me a second here. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. It's like uh, I'm a little under the weather, so I'm a little dehydrated. That's okay. Uh, I'm. Uh... Like I'm gonna down my vodka uh, bottle uh, and once again break it over my head. Uh, Brilliant. While uh, Kidonos is finding the right words to say, uh, uh, you can oh. try and work the audience. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm gonna like. You can yeah. use intimidate. You can use your intimidate power for that um, yeah, if you step that. down off the ring. I'm. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm going to step down uh, off the ring and basically I'll, I'll, I'll go into the, like up to the audience and like, I'm imagining that some of them have like folded chairs or whatever. Yeah, uh, definitely. So I'm going to be like, give me, give me one, give me, give me folded chair. King have knuckle dusters. I will have chair. Um, need, obviously it's a sturdy, sturdy people's chair. Absolutely. Yeah. I, 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 I take it and sort of, it's, it's a, 
it's a plant, so it's like one of the. It's a really easy to collapse sort of fake one. Yeah, it's a. I, it's a, it's a I, I, I it up, and I'm like, "What is this?" And I crush it with my hands, and I'm like, "This is not chair. I need something stronger to take on the king." Yeah, you're really working the audience up into a frenzy as they progressively hand you chairs, and you're just like <laughs> crushing them. Yes. Uh, uh, we've just got a whole row of chairs for you to crush. Uh, so uh, roll me, uh, work the audience with. Actually, yeah, that's work the. That's work the audience who actually don't. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. So it's it's plus audience, not plus look or anything like that. Because you're not cutting okay. a promo. Yep. Yep. Um. So I'm. I believe at audience one. Yes. So I rolled a six on the dice, plus one, so it's a conditional success. Cool. You pop, pick one, gain momentum, or take control of the match that you're uh, about to be in. I, I think I'd like momentum, please. So. All right. Gain the momentum. Thank you. Um, cool. And did you have anything you wanted to say, Kindunos? Yes, I did. Uh, so I'm going to try to reiterate more point. No, you don't get to come back here and decide because you left. You left the throne. It's, hey, if you didn't want this, if you didn't want this to happen, you would have stayed in here. But hey, look, there's only one of us who's been in this company for longer than X amount of years. I'm still here. I'm still fighting. I've been fighting. So why don't you do the right thing and just leave? All right, cut me that promo. Roll plus look, unless you want to. Unless you have something that lets you use another stat. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna roll plus look. Cool. I feel like my character's not enough of a meanie pants to like just throw the Gatorade bottle at him. Yeah. No. Yeah. Cool. Six plus three is nine. Nice. Do you want to spend a momentum to get it to a ten? Uh, yeah. Cool. You connect with the audience and gain one momentum. Fuck yeah. Uh, pick yeah. one from the seven to nine list. So um, you're not going to make them book you in a match. You could add a stipulation to this match. You could gain another momentum or you could gain heat with the subject of your promo. <laughs> Uh, and the Azure Fist is a heel, so okay. you already have Heat 1 with him. All right. Uh, let's see. This one, let me just write that down. I'm sorry. Azure yeah, that's fist. fine. Um, uh, I, I anticipate this match being pretty short as well. Okay, so like something like Heat maybe would probably uh, go a little better. Pete yeah. would let you make um Pete would let you roll um like uh do stuff that involves your background rather than technical wrestling stuff. Okay. You'd, have two, you'd be rolling plus two then. Right. Um, uh if it was stuff that like draws on um draws on your background with the Azure Fist, which you seem to have cultivated a bit of a background with him. Yeah. Right. And that would definitely make sense for your character. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like I'm the lead. Hey, listen, I'm the new legacy guy. So yeah, number two. Right. So yeah, I'm gonna take the heat. Cool. So you gain a heat with him, um, okay. and uh, yeah, um, I think uh, we're ready to rock and roll. All right. 
I think yeah. uh, I, just, I, I wanted that on my tail end. This is you can't get involved in this. This is between me and the comrade. So yeah, like just add, just throw that somewhere in there. You can edit it. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah, he yeah. he like uh, scrapes the two knuckle dusters against one another, um, and then throws his hands up in the air, uh, and all these lightning effects go off, uh, and some pyrotechnics explode from up in the uh, up in the screen. So it looks like the looks like that big jumbo screens above the ring have yep. like shorted out. Yeah. Yep. Um, and uh, oh. all the, this purple light flashes through the through the arena, and he's like. I have the power to bring you to ruin. Uh, and then he sort of takes a few big swinging dick steps towards you, uh, Kid Unos, and he says, um, I don't care what you think. If you want the crown, you've got to fight the king. Uh, and the match is set to begin. Uh, Dang. Uh, all right. Uh, so who do we feel has narrative control? Uh, I would say, I would say like, uh, Kid Earners. Yeah, I'm like the one in his, yeah, I'm the one in his face. Yeah, yeah, and the one who has the history with him. Yeah, right. All right, so... All right, so I... So the bell goes off. I start to lock up with him. Um, try so, to... um, I'm going to, uh, say that, uh, cause I'm looking at the hardcore questions. I yeah. think that, uh, you and Azure Fist do have a bit of a background together in that, okay. uh, you are known for being able to take everything that Azure Fist can dish out in the ring. Right. So he is a hardcore. Um, so, uh, yeah, he's, uh, uh, <laughs> He, there's that there's that a bit of that between you and that whenever he's fought it like maybe you you've won and he's and he's won some but uh it's never uh it's never him just totally destroying you when he's won it's you've all you've always been like uh, you know coming back for more you've always stood right. stood back up bloody and broken okay yeah uh, just to give you a bit of flavor ooh okay uh, but you have like- narrative control Right, so I'm going to uh, start him in a lockup, and then, like most matches, we'll start off with a little chain wrestling. Gonna when I feel like one of his side kind of lean to the side, grab his wrist, and get him uh, in a rear wrist lock. Yeah, you know, you pull that arm up behind him, um, uh, you know, and he's he, you know he he like tries to swipe at you, then you like grab his arm and you're twisting it around, but he's trying yeah. to break free. Um, is this technical or is it uh, drawing on your background together? Um, let me see. I'd say it's more. Uh, I'd say it's more technical. But right. if it's something like, oh, I know his left side's a little weaker than his right side, or he falls for that constantly. Yeah. Um, from the ringside, and is like, oh my goodness, the fucking kings just come in swinging. And, oh my god! Oh my god! The kids just fucking grabbed his arm. He's gonna rip it out of his sockets. Oh, that's a that, that's a fucking crazy maneuver. That takes some skill and precision to pull off properly. Roll me plus work. Okay. Uh, okay, I'll roll you plus work. Uh, Ten. Oh, nice. Yeah. 
Um, oh, I should mention that your rolls have moves, how your baby faces and heels, right? Yeah. Um, when you stand up, for, this is the baby face one. When you stand up for something you believe in, spend two momentum and pick one of the following. You can either gain a heat with your opponent, leave your opponent speechless, make creative book you in a match, or add a stipulation to a match. The heel one is when you do something underhanded to get what you want, spend two momentum and pick one of the following. Gain a heat with your opponent, win a match. This overrides creative's booking. Leave someone hopelessly lying, helplessly lying on the floor, or get out of a match you've been booked in. Um, I don't mm. think I don't think any of those are going to be particularly useful for you guys. But I thought I should uh, no, mention. Um, right. So you got a ten. Okay. Um, so you retain control, and you can right. either gain two momentum or gain a heat with your opponent. Uh, I'm going to gain two momentum. Cool. So you have two momentum. You have control. You've got him up in that uh, wrist lock. Don't forget that at some point, uh, Comrade needs to get into the ring. Okay. Uh, I am going to get him in a position of vulnerability and try to transfer it into an arm bar. Oh, God. Yeah, okay. So an arm bar, for those unfamiliar, you know when... uh, You know... You know, in the Marvel movies, when Black Widow grabs a dude's arm and fucking almost and flips him over in midair by like being up on his arm. Um, yeah. In real life, that would break your arm. Uh, right. Uh, but basically, that's an arm bar. Okay. Um, I believe that's my fine. understanding uh, of what uh, an arm it, bar looks like. Less acrobatic. Yeah. Well, an arm, a proper armbar is basically when you hold somebody down on the yeah. floor and you like isolate one of their arms and you like try to bend their elbow back and break their wrist. Yeah, right. It's it's a submission maneuver. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Cool. Oh, my my swivel chair fell apart slightly. That's fine. I'm throwing this one out anyway. Um. Cool. Uh, so you still have uh, narrative control. Uh, are there any other components to this sequence you want to add in? What happens to what? What? Uh, how does this armbar progress? Right. So the armbar. After he gets the armbar. Uh, after Kidunos locks in the armbar, Comrade starts like w- fi- finally finds a proper chair for him to utilize, mm-hmm. and then wails on the Azure Fist's stomach. Cool. So you you know you storm up into the uh, ring. Do you say something just as you're uh, as you're about to start beating him with the chair, or even during beating him with the chair? You know, it punctuating each word with a chair strike. Ah, uh, just something along the lines of "I have your throne right here." Here's and... your throne. Yes. Uh, cool. That sounds like. Um... That sounds like heat to me, um, Kirunos. Um, so roll plus heat. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Oh, I'm trying to find the freaking thing. Okay. Uh, so 2d6 plus heat. Okay. 2d6 plus heat. Shit. Where am I? Uh, okay, here we go. 2d6 plus heat. All right. All right, eight, and I have two heat with them, so another 10. Nice. You retain control. Do you want more momentum or more heat? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with uh, more momentum. 
cool. So two momentum to you and you still have control. So comrades just beat him a few times with the chair and you've still got him in that arm bar. Um, what's the next sequence? Maybe he wriggles free and then you two have to like scrap with him or something or or, or maybe uh, maybe he gets, uh, you know, sweeps someone with his free legs or, you know, whatever. Right. So uh, I'm going to go. So here's a, I'm going to go in for the pin, but he kicks out of it. And then as I get and uh, then as like I'm kind of get and as he pushed me up, he kicks me in the face. Cool. Um, roll. Uh, how, does Comrade get involved in this at all? Uh, comrade is like still so. Comrade tries to wait his turn to, uh, you know, get get his shots in. So, um, he kind of waits to the side for a little bit to get another clear shot. Hmm. All right. Um. So roll me plus work. I think for you for this one because uh, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of coordination needed for this to go off, right? Right. You need to know that I'm, Comrade needs to know to, like, stay right. back. And, uh, yeah. Zulfis needs to break free in a specific way that makes it interesting uh, and engaging. I'm going to go with nine. Nice. Um, on a seven to nine, um, it looks pretty... You hit it pretty well. You can either retain control and transition to the next sequence or give your opponent control and gain the momentum. So it can be Comrade's turn. Uh, yeah, I'll make it Comrade's turn. Uh, yeah. Cool. Uh, so you gain a momentum, Eric. Yep. Okay. Uh, and it is now uh, Comrade's turn. Okay. Um, so, uh, uh, so the Azure King. Uh, so what's he done? So he, he's kicked you in the face, is it? Or Yeah, he just kicked him in the face. Yeah. Um, you're sort of standing to the side with that chair. It's a bit more. It's a bit dented now. All right. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna say that uh, basically I've thrown away the chair because it's kind of like you know I make a jerk. Oh, the throne! It is falling apart. Ha ha ha. <laughs> uh, in the in the meanwhile, the Azure King has got enough, uh, and he's basically standing over you. Uh, uh, actually, no. I'm gonna say he's uh, sitting across your upper body and like choking you, um, yes, which is which is uh, I, as far as I understand, like in wrestling, totally not okay. Maybe uh, it's not okay, uh, but he's a hardcore, so the yep, hardcore okay. violence is uh, in effect. Yep. Yep. Okay. So uh, comrade sees this, roars, uh, and basically. Uh, like, uh, I attempt to like tackle him off you. Um, uh, so yeah, that's, that like, sounds like power. All right, uh, let's do this. Uh, this could put you at injury, it could put everyone involved at injury. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Uh, all right, so I've got five on the dice mm-hmm. plus three for power, that's eight. It's a partial success. You could spend two momentum and get it to ten. Yeah, all right. I'll spend. Momentum. I've got. A, I've got a lot of momentum, so I'll spend two to get it to ten. All right. Um, you maintain control. Do you want two momentum <laughs> <laughs> or a heat with your opponent? I, I would like heat with uh, the Azure King, please. Uh, brilliant. 
so uh, take that on down. All right. So, you know, I've knocked him off you. Uh, and, like, you're catching your breath. Uh, I get down on one knee, uh, and I go uh, to sort of help you up. So we do, like, the 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 man grab sort of grabbing each other's sort of wrists and I pull yeah. you up. Yeah. Um, the Mongol handshake. Yes, the Mongol handshake. Um uh and it's just kind of like uh you know I, I it's it's my turn from heel to, to baby face. Uh, Do you actually want to turn to face? Because that is a move. Uh sure. So it's just kind of like you know you you are you are my mentor. I I, I must. I, I will. I will honor your legacy. When you uh, deliberately break your role, you make a turn and switch to its opposite. Gain one heat with everyone now opposed to you. So now, because you're a heat, a face, you gain heat with the zoo fist because he's a heel. All right. Cool. So yeah. Uh, so we're both uh, baby faces. Um, and so what is like? Let's take the Azure King down together. Um, be co-captains. Be co-kings. Be co yeah. Co-consul. Yep, yep. Yeah. All right. Um, so, yeah, like, what, what do you suggest, Eric, uh, for our characters to do together as, like, a, a some kind of down? chained, uh, some kind of chained move where you're both kind of, you know... Yeah, uh, obviously. Um, pinballing him backwards and forwards. Right. Um... So I, I think this is going to be really cool. So I figure, like, you pick up the Azure Fist because you're so strong. You're the monster-type character. And you just you give him, like, a little shoulder press up in the air. And then I do, like, a front kick. I just, like, front kick him right in the gut. Oh, yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Cool. Add more, add more stuff to that. This is going to be a longer sequence. Okay. Um, where do you go from the kick? Mm. Uh, All right, so I think, so uh, listen, the Azure Fist, I mean, that was a pretty dope-ass move, but the Azure Fist is not going down that easy. No. So He's apparently a god king. He's a yeah. fucking wizard infused with the power of sapphire stones from Gem Mountain, Montana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, as we all know, a very mystic locus of energy, Absolutely. Gem Mountain, right. Montana. All right, so, right, uh, uh, goes in for the pin one, two, and like just as the three, the crowd like starts counting along. He kicks out, gets up, and like we're we're standing back, shocked that he managed to kick out of our totally wicked awesome move. And then, yeah. right, then he puts his like big signature move. So he, the Azure Fist, just like wham, like a sucker punch right in the stomach. You're winded, yep. and while you're like out of commission, he puts his finishing move on me. Yep. I'm trying to remember what Azure Fist's finishing move is. Give me a second to look at the images because I'll remember in a second. No worries. Um, I believe it was a. Oh yeah, it was the. It was called the. Fuck. It, I think it was. Um, hang on a second. It was, it was a, 
Oh, it must not be. It must not have all the. Oh, there it is. It was called the Gem Mountain um, Pile Driver. No, the oh, Montana no. Pile. The Montana Pile Driver. So it involved. It's very similar to a normal pile driver, except beforehand, uh, as you like grab them by the waist um, to lift them up. Uh, you uh, kind of let go for a half. Uh, you you are uh, you as you're lifting them up. You sort of hold them with one hand and you rip one of their legs down. Ah, oh. uh, so it's sort of uh, you're sort of like you know forcing them into a bit of a bit of a a, a split before you slam them down into the ground because uh, you know it exposes the jewels. Yep. Yep. Oh God. <laughs> All right. It's the Montana pile driver. Uh, Sounds so good. Does he put the Montana pile driver on you? Oh, okay. Eric. Okay. Yeah? You cool? Was yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so we like, the Montana. He just fucking scoops you up and flips you around, and you're very disorientated, and then he, like, rips your leg open, and you scream in pain, and he, like, slams you down into the ground. Okay. Then, uh, so should I should I make a roll for that? Since it's uh, yes, oh. I think this is a uh, I think this is a probably work. Like or my heat. my roll in it is uh, largely like power based, um, but I can make a roll for heat. Yeah, I think he will go with heat because there's a lot of you know lots of people calling on like their their parts of one another, their signature moves. It uh, involves a lot of coordination between you guys. Yep. Okay, so I've got 10 on the dice and 2 heat with the Azure King, so that's 12 altogether. 12 altogether, uh, which takes us to you can retain control, first of all. Um, <laughs> retain control, do you want 2 momentum or heat? <laughs> okay, I will, I will go for extra heat. Oh, so uh, with the uh, with Azure Fist? Yep. Um, all right. Yeah, and so, you're, you're still in control of the sequence. Um, uh, probably... You guys want to uh, maybe ro- maybe you we should just roll for your finishing move now. Okay. Um, yeah. so this is this is what I'm gonna suggest, Eric. Um, okay. So your your character is is pretty much down and out, right? With the, the with the finisher having been done on you. Yeah. Um, so, uh, like, I'm imagining the Azure Fist sort of like making a show of your defeat. Yeah, so it's Oh my god! It looks like the Azure Fist has taken, taken the kid Unos out. He's writhing with pain, but he's trying to he's trying to say something. He's trying to say something to 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 comrade his his young protege. Uh, <laughs> he's trying. He must be trying to give him advice. Trying to expose one of. One of uh, one of the Azure Fist's weaknesses. Uh, work, All right. work that into your to, to your dialogue. Go. All right. So uh, the Azure Fist is sort of making a show and humiliating you while you're on the ring. Uh, you're sort of on your back. You turn to me. Uh, you say something along the lines of "He's weak on his right" or you know, his, his, his left doesn't hit as hard or something along those lines. Uh, uh, and sort of, I do the, the baby face thing of, I stand up for what I believe in. You are not okay. worthy to be king. All right. Um, uh, do you want to trade in two momentum? 
Yes. Uh, so you spend two momentum and pick one from the following. You can gain heat with your opponent, leave your opponent speechless, or add a stipulation to the match, or make a creative book you in a match. I will I will gain one last heat because mm-hmm. you're king. Cool. And I'm gonna use uh, I'm gonna charge in What's your signature now with him? Four. So something happens with a four, I'm pretty Ooh, okay. sure. Um, right. Whenever you work a match with a character who you have four heat with, you gain an audience. Right. So uh, all one right. One so one. do do you want me to do you want me to milk it a little bit more? Just like no, no, no that's fine. You're not worthy to be king. Like yeah, no, uh, that's fine. Now, now you, tell me. For too long, you sat on your throne. It is it is time that uh, you you learn what it is to be the common man once more. No kings, no masters. Exactly. No kings, no gods, no god kings. Uh, so, um, yep, I, I charge in with my finisher. Uh, so describe uh, to me so, your finisher before you... Actually, roll your finishing move and then describe to me what it looks like. Cool. So 2d6. Um, all right, I'm gonna sp- I, I got 2d6, which is uh, on the dice it reads 7. Mm-hmm. I'm going to add my last three momentum to, uh, to make it a 10. Yep. Uh, so on a 10, what does it say? Uh, on a 10, it says... Uh, it's on your character sheet. Uh, on a 10 plus, uh, you hit your finisher clean, gain plus one audience. And cool. That's pretty much all that's there. Yeah, uh, cool. But the so finisher itself... Audience, it looks fantastic. The crowd's going off, but describe to us what it looks like. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to... Like, your fist I, I really loading, know. and then you say your line about... Uh, you know, deposing yep. the king, and then you fucking yep. charge in. And... All right. Uh, so, can it be like a sequence of moves? Or yeah, like... totally. It can so... totally be a sequence of moves. It doesn't have to be a one hit thing. All right. Cool. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna say that I sort of uh, run in. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, I, I like the idea of charging uh, and picking him up, throwing him over my shoulder, uh, and turning it into sort of like a muscle buster. Oh yeah. Uh, so that's I think that's where they from. Like I'm looking at the pictures here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of like it looks like I throw him over my shoulders and then like fall back on him. Um, yeah, that kind of looks like what that what's going on there. Yeah, uh, I apologize for anyone who's listening and being like. This is this is the worst finisher I've ever heard. Well, my apologies, well, good friend. Clearly, I, clearly, it's a it's a it's a Russian muscle buster, right? Absolutely. Yeah, my understanding is that's my my understanding in wrestling is that if you want to do something that's like a pre-existing move but slightly different, yeah. uh, and that, maybe that and maybe wrong, you just add a, a word in front of it. Yep, an adjective. Um, okay, sure. Uh, so yeah, let's. Uh, what what can we do to like mix it up a little bit and make it go from just a regular muscle buster to a a Russian muscle buster? Uh, have him face the other way. All right. Oh wow, that is dangerous. Mm, okay, yeah. sure. So yeah, as I pick him That's up, why it, it's I, banned everywhere except the Soviet Union, which is <laughs> no longer a country. Absolutely. 
the the announcer's just kind of like, ah, no, it's the Russian mus- muscle buster. Oh, no, he's pulling out a Russian muscle buster. This has been banned in all competitions, but as we know, this is a no-hold-barred match. The Azure King made it so himself. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, sweet irony. Our Montana macho, man. Oh, the humanity. Oh, no. Uh, um, so, yeah, like, I, I do a, a Russian muscle buster as a finisher and avenge my fallen fallen mentor. Yeah, at the end, the fucking crowd is losing their minds. Everyone's screaming. Um Everyone's screaming, Comrade Unos, Comrade Unos, Comrade Unos. Oh, beautiful. Uh, they're losing their goddamn minds. The king is lying there on the ground. And he's like whispering, you know, something. And then like, uh, you know, the ref comes in uh, and he's, you know, but there must be a microphone on the ref's, on the ref's, uh, uh, shirt or something, and we hear we hear like this kind of echoey, ghosty voice yep. coming through the arena. Is like, oh, finally, a worthy successor. And then, uh, like, the lights go off in the whole arena, and then like, they <laughs> flicker back on, and all these pyrotechnics explode from anything that even vaguely looks electrical. Um, <laughs> this purple lightning flashes. These smoke machines go off on the ring, uh, and the whole ring's crowded in this purple smoke. As like lightning is flashing, it's like the it's like a it's like if a heavy it's like if a rock band, like a stadium rock band, tried to do a recreation of the quickening scene from the end yeah, of Highlander. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. And then the smoke clears and the lights come back on. Uh, and the Azure King, uh, the Azure Fist is gone. And all that remains in the middle of the ring are his two uh, gem-encrusted knuckle dusters. And one last addition. Go for the it. sapphires are no longer sapphires, they're rubies. Yeah, because communism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, hold on. I thought, of the, I, thought of, I thought of the next level up. We each take one of the knuckle dusters, put it on each of our like dominant hands, and then do a bro fist. Yeah, yes. it's, uh, power, power twins activate. Yep, yeah. Yep. Sounds uh, good. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, it's a new era in the International Quarterly Hurt Fest. Um, brilliant. Um, yeah, so that is that is worldwide wrestling uh, RPG. What a wild uh, ride! Uh, I think we'll start. Uh, t- uh, Mateo, what did you think of it as a person that's not that familiar with wrestling? Uh, I don't know how familiar I, with role playing games you are, even. I, I'm pretty familiar with role playing games, and uh, yeah, this is like with this system, I, I very much enjoy it. I've played Monster Hearts before, and I sort of knew the mechanics. Uh, yeah, you knew the basic. Right. Like, yeah the game design premise right yeah yeah and yeah fuck i this made me interested in fucking wrestling now i I feel like i should go off and watch i know right wow erica as a person that is familiar with wrestling what did you think of it how how well do you feel it emulated the the Uh, feeling of wrestling uh, I think it does a very good job uh, encouraging that kind of back and forth storytelling that wrestling is all about and all about those big moments, all about those big, you know, it, it focuses more on events and changing control. And yeah, that's pretty much what wrestling is when you really get down to it. So 
Mm. It very much highlights all the good parts of wrestling, I feel like. Yeah. In, uh, in this. Um, but yeah, cool. Um, fantastic. It was wonderful playing with, uh, with you two. Um, uh, don't forget to check out uh, Eric uh, at Zonecasts and, and, uh, and over on his SoundCloud for Rhythm Bastard, where he does uh, nerdcore music uh, yes. and things like that. Uh, he has songs about Magic the Gathering and all sorts of other cool stuff. Um, uh, go check out uh, Casual Computers uh, and find a, find some articles written by uh, Mateo. Uh, and uh, please, if you enjoyed this podcast, share it with your share it with your friends and check out some of our other actual plays as well. Um, uh, other than that, farewell from the past. Uh, I do not have the right window open. Here we go. Farewell from the past. I'm Raymond. <laughs>